trying to be a person I wasn't early on and, and Grace would be like, Jay, like calm down. I just want you to be yourself. That's who I fell in love with. That's who I want people to see. Right. And it's really hard to do that. I think sometimes when the camera's in your face. Does he take your picture? Is your husband involved? What does he even do? Welcome back to the Instagram Husband Podcast. If you are new here, I'm your host, Jordan Joseph Ramirez, and I'm married to online personality at Danny Austin. And this is the podcast where we give the raw and unfiltered look into the social media world from our perspective as Instagram husbands. And we also unpack the identity crisis that we experience in the process. Be sure to follow me on Instagram at Jordan J. Ramirez for semi-regular vlogs, more commentary and behind the scenes of the day-to-day life of an Instagram influencer. And everyone, please be sure to double tap the home button on your phone right now. Open up the Apple Podcast app, subscribe and review. Each week I shout out a random review, so tell me what you like about the podcast in the review section. Big thanks last week to Danny's mom, at Anna Marie Austin, who gave a five-star review stating that the podcast had, quote, great, insightful dialogue and interesting conversations about what it was like to be behind the camera for our favorite bloggers. You know you've made it when your mother-in-law loves the podcast so much that she called me directly to instruct her how to leave a review. But really, the reviews mean a lot to me and the husbands who choose to be vulnerable most for the first time, so keep them coming. This week's show features guest Jordan White, married to at a Southern Draw on Instagram. Jordan was an attorney born and raised in Kentucky without an Instagram. Grace was a social media celebrity. Now they are happily married. Listen this week to learn how they combine their own individual ambitions and careers into one with the White family. Oh, and I feel like I should know that they are the most fit couple on the internet. As always, before we get started, I wanted to give a quick shout out to the sponsor of this episode. Let me take a second to tell you about a company I helped co-found called Noisly. Noisly helps content creators license the world's most popular music for their videos and podcasts. Noisly is a platform dedicated to making it easy for you to safely and legally get music licensed for anything you can imagine. Wedding videography, vlogs, montages, podcasts, it's perfect for everything. Using our music search engine, you can quickly search for music that fits any mood, genre, style, or even specific instrument. Never has it been easier for you to find the perfect soundtrack for your production. Check it out today at www.noisley.com. That's www.noisley.com. You know, I want to introduce you a little bit because, um, and and you're going to know, of course, you're going to know your story and and we want to hear your story with Grace and everything. Uh, But it's funny because the one thing that I will say about you and Grace, a Southern draw is that you guys are probably the most fit couple on the internet right now. <laughs> and I don't think that you, I don't even think that you have a second contender even coming close. <laughs> oh, that's very kind of you. Um, but why don't you tell us, you know, why don't you tell us a little bit about yourself? So Jordan White is uh, engaged now, which congratulations, we want to hear that story, but engaged to uh, Grace Wainwright, um, a Southern draw. And so why don't you tell us a little bit about yourself, Jordan? Yeah, um, I'm born and raised in Kentucky, which is not Louisville. And if you're from this area, you know that people speak about Kentucky in a couple of different ways. It's either Louisville or the rest of the state. Um, so I would, I've heard the rest of the state, um, a little town called Litchfield, Grayson County, um, kind of born and raised in a, a small town. I got four brothers and sisters, so kind of a large family. Um, went to college. I went to undergrad college at Owensboro and, uh, in at Kentucky Wesleyan College in Owensboro. 
went on a baseball scholarship, played Division II baseball for four years, really was my passion, kind of was the only thing I cared about. It was, you know, you when you're young, you, you kind of gravitate to things like that, and it kind of pulled me through. It was kind of my trip to undergrad. I was the, the first one in my family to go to college, and I started studying accounting at Kentucky Wesleyan and realized about two years in that I hated that. And it was brutal. Uh, worked in an accounting firm over a summer and I thought, well, this is terrible. So I'm not, never going to do this. And if you're an accountant listening, I apologize. <laughs> so I figured I need another plan. Um, you know, I always thought I was going to go play center field for the Yankees, but that those dreams were quickly dwindling. So uh, I did a little research and figured out how to kind of apply to law school, took the LSAT on a whim, took it one time, did okay, applied to the law schools here in Kentucky and ultimately chose to go to U of L and that's how I got to Louisville. Um, so that would have been the fall of 2012, I suppose. Uh-huh. And uh, studied law there at Louisville and did an internship with a, what I would consider a large firm for our market. It's, you know, one of the big five. Now we're not global or national, but we're definitely a Southeast regional law firm. But I did a summer internship there and really enjoyed it and had a really great experience and was fortunate enough to get a job after for after law school. So I joined the firm, the same firm I've always been at directly after law school and was there for a few years, still there, just starting my fourth year of practice. Um, what kind of what kind of law do you practice? So I kind of giggle when you say that because Grace has heard me answer this question so many times in business settings and she can parrot exactly what I'm going to say, you know, but I would start with commercial and business litigation, which is very generic way of saying my clients are businesses, um, sophisticated type clients and, and, and the litigation aspect of that just kind of means problems. Um, we, we always got a joke, you know, there's deal lawyers, um, people who make things happen with money. And when their clients call them, usually they have money, they're excited, you know, they're going to go buy a business, they're going to sell a business, things are good. That's not the situation when my phone rings. Usually when my phone rings, somebody's been served with a complaint, or they've got an employee that's going rogue, you know, it's a problem. Wow. Uh, so, you know, I work with businesses, and there's kind of two aspects of my job. On the front end, you try to identify risk before they affect your client, and then kind of you know, advise your client in a way to avoid incurring those risks. And then on the back end, obviously you can't avoid everything. So then you have to solve problems that have already happened. So that's a very generic answer, but I spend a lot of time in court and, you know, I guess I would say I'm a lawyer like you see on TV, like, you know, we argue motions in court and go to trial and stuff like that. So, but that's all way more exciting than it actually is. A lot of my days is answering email in the phone, like most people's job. Do you like the rush of the courtroom though? It is definitely very exciting. <laughs> it doesn't matter how many times you've done it, how many times you've been in front of that judge. There's just like this little moment right before you're kind of going to go and your, your competitive juices get flowing. It's kind of what drew me to law, I guess. Um, right. I was always an athlete and kind of had that in me. I, somebody had to win. No matter what I was a part of, somebody had to win, right? Mm-hmm. And I, I feel like you can kind of get that in law a little bit. And so, yeah, it's, there's always a rush and your heart kind of speeds up a little bit and you, you, you're super prepared and it's, yeah. So it's pretty exciting at times, but like I said, other times not. You probably wouldn't have gotten that in accounting, Jordan. 
<laughs> you know, I sat at a desk in the, in the summer and filled out uh, tax forms for two months and there was not much rush. The biggest <laughs> decisions I was making was where I was going for lunch. Well, sir, you, I mean, you seem happy now though. I mean, you seem like you settled into the right profession after those two years of studying accounting, right? Yeah. No, uh, this is kind of cheesy, I guess, but I love my job. I love yeah. what I do. I love helping my clients. I'm very passionate about it. Um, and so it kind of drives me to work really hard. I, I, I love the people I work with. Um, I love my colleagues. I love my business partners and the partners in my firm. And, you know, it's a very collegial atmosphere and there's really good mentors in my law firm. Every corner office at the end of the hallways is, is a, a really good person with an open door policy who's done big things in the practice of the law in, in, in Kentucky and, and even, you know, larger type areas. Right. So it's a really good place to learn. And, and, and I really do enjoy what I do. Well, so I met, um, I met Grace actually with my wife, Danny Austin, um, about, gosh, it might've been like three or four years ago. Um, cause we were all up in New York, uh, for New York fashion week. And Grace was one of the nicest people that, um, we got to hang around with a part of that whole, I think that they were all friends up there, like Krista Robertson and people like that. But, um, I'm a huge fan of Grace. I mean, we, we've, haven't really kept in touch with her, um, but she's been she's been so nice to us, and I, I think her and Danny have worked together a few times. But um, tell us about how you and Grace met. Well, we met through uh, I guess what I would say a mutual friend, which I think is a good way to meet. Um, it was a guy that I went to law school with, um, and he was a really close family friend of hers. Uh, I think they call him a cousin. I don't know if that's true or not. I've learned about <laughs> the Lebanese culture that everyone is their cousin. Uh-huh. Um, regardless of actual lineage. So I don't know, but so he knew me and we were out uh, one night uh, watching some basketball games, I think in, in November, a couple of years ago. And uh, he said that some of his friends were coming over to the bar. And I remember just commenting to him offhand, just, well, make sure they bring some pretty girls and, you know, something like that. And I'll, I'll, I won't forget. He was like, Oh, actually some girls are coming. And, you know, we kept watching the game and 10, 15 minutes later, his friend showed up and, Grace was one of them. And I was like, she introduced herself to me. And if you've seen Grace, she's very, she's very beautiful. And she's very, like you said, she's very outgoing and friendly. And she just grabbed my attention immediately. I was like, you know, holy crap, who is this girl? I mean, it was just was very, was really amazing. And I like, I was with a group of my friends and everyone's been out with their bros when they just kind of bail on them. And I just let them know, like, I'm just going to like try to talk to her for the rest of the night. So you guys are kind of <laughs> on your own. I don't know where that's going to go, but I just want to talk to her. So, and we kind of struck up a conversation and, and, and chatted a lot. And it was just very easy from the first time we ever spoke. It was very different. And, uh, well, I guess it was very different. Well, like you said, we're engaged and getting married in two yeah. days today so yeah so and how long did you did you both date before you got engaged um right out of year so okay. we met in november and we got engaged the next november um but we went on a few dates and it just became very apparent i think to both of us pretty quick that this was different i mean i won't say you know i knew we were getting married or all that but it was very mature and serious and sure you know, I cared a lot about her really quickly, and uh, she's a lot of fun. I, I won't forget, I asked her for her phone number and if I could take her on a date, and she told me, or if I could take her to dinner, 
and uh, she told me, she said, well, I never go to dinner on the first date. I'll let you buy me a drink. And I was like, well, why is that? She's like, well, because if you're lame, then I'm only stuck with you for 30 minutes, not two hours. <laughs> I was like, you know, if I was that good looking, I would probably have that role too. So, so oh we got gosh, a drink. For, so we got a drink for our first day. And and luckily I performed well enough to to get a dinner on the second day. You you and Grace, you you uh is it a situation where opposites attract? You have a lot in common? Are you guys very similar? Are you very opposite in a lot of ways? what's that dynamic like? That's a that's a fair question. I, I would say it's not opposites attract. We're a lot alike in uh-huh. many different in different ways. I mean, you know, we're both very um, outgoing, very goal oriented. I would say the first things we connected about was just kind of work ethic and fitness. Honestly, early on was something sure. we kind of meshed with and we have different views on things, but we have the same goals. We always joke about that. Like, I think there's, there's different ways to get to things in life, but I, I know the things that she cares about and her virtues and the things she's passionate about sure. are the same things that I am. And, uh, we're, you know, we're both pretty stubborn people, which uh, has its own challenges. But, you know, one of my favorite things about Grace is she is so stubborn. And, uh, but it's really nice when she's in your camp and she's stubborn, right? Right. So. Uh, your proposal, it, it wasn't a surprise, right? I would say semi-surprise. Okay, semi-surprise. But you, you did it differently, I, I think, if I read right. Yeah, um, it became pretty clear that I wanted to marry her and it was very clear to me very early on. I I make the joke that I had to like, just wait an appropriate amount of time to ask her parents. So I didn't freak them out. Right. Uh, But I I think she felt the same way. I think we both saw where it was headed. Um, But I went and looked at uh, engagement rings on my own for the first time and kind of picked out what I liked and stuff. And and then uh, one day I just sent her a text and was like, you know, free yourself up after work. I want to pick you up and go on a date. And I, we went and got dinner and then I picked her up and we went over to the jewelry store and, you know, she kind of felt like she knew what was coming. So we're in there looking at rings. So I guess the surprise is gone at that point. Right. But I wanted her to have something that she wanted. Like I'm yeah. kind of a guy's guy. I mean, I, I, I didn't know anything about diamonds and right. I wanted her to have something that she really cared about. And I, it was so funny that the, the ring and setting and all that jazz that she picked out was the exact one that I'd asked them to set out. So, so then that happened. And so I guess the surprise is over at that point, but I had to like try to trick her as to when I was going to do it. Cause she thinks she knows everything. And she's usually right about that. Um, so I set up, she had set up a Christmas shoot or a November. It was like a fall type shoot where she needed to be in a, in a, a nice dress, like a cocktail dress. And I was going to need me to be in a suit. And I was like, well, what better time to get all these great photos? Because you obviously can't propose to a blogger without a photographer around. Let's be real. (laughs) And I was like, what better time to get these photos than at this shoot? So I reached out to her photographer independently and was like, hey, I want to propose to her at this shoot. So we did all this sneaky stuff and kind of got the timing set up for, for the pictures to be good and she didn't have any idea it was coming when it came. I, I, you know, I, she definitely had an idea. I think she thought it could have been a month sooner, a month later. We had talked about, you know, into December, January, the next year, but yeah, we had a lot of fun with it. She definitely got caught off guard. Um, It was a lot of fun. I mean, I I just kind of get emotional thinking about that day. It was, it was one of the best days and yeah, we had a lot of fun. 
That's awesome. And, and so that was, that was when exactly, how long have you guys been engaged for in wedding planning? <clears throat> that was, so we met November 11th and we got engaged November 12th. So like literally a year and we're getting married October 27th. So it's almost oh a year. Gosh. Exactly. It's like a year to the engagement and right at a year. Wait a second. That's, that's in 10 days. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I'm getting married. In oh my days. gosh, man. I did not know it was so soon. For some reason, like time just skewed and I was like, oh, they just got engaged. Wow. So you've been wedding planning and everything. We're about to do the dang thing, Jordan. Oh, that's awesome. You survived the wedding planning. Were you super involved? Hmm. <laughs> hmm. Trick question. <laughs> At the advice of counsel, I'm going to Come plead. on, lawyer. <laughs> yeah. No, you know, she's definitely kept me involved, but I, I definitely let her have the reins on yeah. it. Her mother and her sister were very helpful. And I was there and helped make a few decisions, but I'm just very indifferent to things. If, right. if it's perfect for her, it's perfect for me. Um, right. But I definitely was involved in the big decisions and stuff. But you're going to, I'm not just going to lie to you and pretend like I was too concerned about the greenery that's going to be on the tables. I'm just not going to I know that was, that was a rough question. I think it's, it's a funny question because in, in the back of all of our minds as guys, like I feel like we want to say that we were super involved, but then when we actually look back, you know, and if our wives were in the room, they'd be like, you weren't involved at all. You didn't do anything. It's just, a, well, it's a tricky well, thing. Yeah. When we've been together here recently at like events or something and people ask us, you know, how's wedding planning going? I just look at Grace and I go, how's wedding planning going? <laughs> well, you know, one of the things that, uh, that I, I do want to commend you on though, is I feel like you're very in the spectrum of Instagram soon to be husband slash husband slash significant others. I feel like you're, you're decently involved, you know, like I feel like you are super supportive, uh, you know, from the outside looking in, of course, you know, but um, I feel like you're in a lot of the photos. You're, you're very involved in the content. Um, I don't know if it's always been like that, you know, but I, I want to hear, and I kind of want to start on this conversation by, you know, you telling us when was the first time you realized that Grace had an online following or presence? Oh, that's funny. Uh, that night I met her at the bar. We were just talking uh, about jobs and stuff. And I remember that she described herself as a social media influencer. And I was like, okay, what, what is that? Like, tell me about that. When I met Grace, I did not have an Instagram. I didn't have social media. Uh -huh. um, so she kind of explains to me a little bit about what that means. And I was like, okay, well, let me see your Instagram. So I literally looked at her Instagram page at the bar that night. And I remember, th I didn't say anything, but I saw like she had like 160,000 followers or whatever. And I was like, that feels like a lot of people, like I feel like, <laughs> but I didn't know. Like I had nothing. I was like, I feel like if I had an Instagram, 160,000 people wouldn't care what I posted. So, right. Um, all right. So I get home and I like do my independent research. That's a technical term for stalking. Yeah. Uh, and uh, sounds more. Look, and I'm like, I'm like, holy cow, what, what is this? So I'm like learning all this and trying to play it cool. And she like never like made a big deal out of it or anything, but it was very organic how I learned about it. Like she told me and I was too stupid to even know what it meant or that that was a lot. And then I would it just like kind of really dawned on me when we went to Florida in March of the next year. So we'd been dating a few months. Uh -huh. We're like at a random bar in Florida, like grabbing some late night drinks after dinner. And like a group of like eight girls came up to her and was like, Oh my God, you're a Southern draw, blah, blah, blah. And I was like, what the heck is going on? Who are you? Why do these people care? 
And, you know, it just kind of kept growing and growing that Roz that she has a big following and I can appreciate that now. And then uh, we joke about how stupid I was about that in the very beginning. Well, I mean, sure, I'm sure, surely you learned about it very quickly too, just based on the lifestyle, the pace, you know, how fast her life probably moves, how much she travels, all that stuff, right? Yeah, I, I, I was very confused early on when she was like going to resorts in the Bahamas for work, <laughs> you know, and then just taking photos and working with all these companies. And, you know, I, I don't think I'll ever get used to the endless stack of boxes that are on the front porch. Oh, no, you will not. Um, you, you, you open them, you take the clothes out, and you, you know how the boxes work. Yep, so, yep. And all these little things you're getting adjusted to, and it's like, what is going on? What is this? Right. And I always joke with her when we were going on dates and I was learning more about her career. <clears throat> I like always in the back of my mind was like, so how does that like, how do you monetize that? Like, how do you make money? But right. like, you're like on the third date with a girl, right? You don't want to be like, so how do you make money? Right. But I'm just interested. So I'll never forget. I took her to a firm event and some of my partners, some of the gray haired partners are just fairly blunt and they don't care, you know, what you think when they say, and they were talking to Grace about what she did. And she kind of explained it and did her spiel about what she does. And, and he just looks at her and he goes, well, how the hell do you make money doing that? And, and I like and leaned in. Like I was secretly like, in the background. I, you're I like, like leaned in. I was like, that's, that's a great question. <laughs> but so I, I definitely was figuring out very quickly right. um, that she had a large following and that it was, it was in fact a career. So. Well, and it's a, it's a very, I mean, you know, it's a very respectable career as well. I mean, it's a, it's a very entrepreneurial type of journey, but I mean, it's uh, the way that I've kind of described it, you know, for both in the intro of this podcast and other podcasts is, I mean, it's like, it's kind of, you know, our wives are sort of inventing an industry in a lot of ways, you know, it didn't exist 10 years ago, you know, it probably barely existed five years ago, you know, it's just kind of on the peak and that upswing of, what is this life? And, you know, you work in a very, um, you know, you call them gray hairs, but you work in a very uh, uh, traditional environment, right? And, um, you know, a lot of, I think, our, a lot of adults or a lot of our families don't really understand the lifestyle. <laughs> you know, they don't understand, you know, how do you make money? How does this work? What are you doing with it? Is this worth your time? You know, they don't understand any of it. And that's, I wonder, I wondered if that's hard for you and kind of being in a more traditional uh, environment or traditional career. I think that's a fair point you made too. It is definitely a career. And I always use the word entrepreneurial myself to describe it because Grace has an amazing business mind. She can just take anything and just figure out how to make it useful to people. Right. And And it's, that's something I don't have. I don't have a creative side of the brain like that. I'm much more, you know, one plus one is two. This is the rule that we follow it. And when we don't, it, you get in trouble. And she's very thoughtful and she can just look at something and think outside of the box. And, right. and another thing, and I know you can attest to this too, I'm sure. I think people underestimate the, how hard that these, these influencers work. I, I, it is nonstop all the time shoots and, you know, getting new content up and you've got to always be on the front end of every next fad. And I mean, Grace is always on her computer and and she just works tirelessly to try to figure out how to produce good content, how to reach out, how to connect with her followers and and how to make people happy. And and it's it's definitely, 
underestimated how hard these people work. I think they think it's not, it's not like, and I can just tell you, I was amazed at uh, how much effort and energy that Grace puts into what she does. Sure. You know, it's, I'm a lawyer and I, it, it's, that's a tough career. We work hard. She works just as hard or harder all the time. Yep. Do we do different things? Yes. Very different things. But that doesn't take away from, I think, the time, energy, and passion that we both put into what we do. So, Right. You know, and that's, that's a question that I have. I mean, you guys are both, you know, kind of rising stars in your, your own careers, right? Two very different industries, two different fields. But, um, you know, you seem to be doing well in your career, um, you know, and she's obviously doing well in hers. How do you, how do you balance it? You know, how do you guys uh, just logistically manage your time? Has that been hard to sort of juggle, um, you know, your presumably eight to six, if not more, uh, you know, career and then come home and it's kind of probably still on for her. I mean, how do you, how do you manage that? That's a good question. We're still figuring some of that out. Um, but yeah, it, it's kind of funny that I, my job is very traditional. Like you said, in the sense of, I don't punch a time clock anymore and you can work, you know, the practice of law is certainly, uh, it's, it's innovative now and you can, work remotely and stuff, but right, for the right. most part, you go into the office and you sit at your desk and you answer emails from there, Right. you know, seven to seven, eight to six, whatever it is. Um, and then that's not her schedule, right? Her schedule is much more sporadic whenever she can get a photographer scheduled or when the, the, the next package comes in. So sure. it can be very difficult. Um, and I don't think there's any way to ever totally wrangle it. Um, what we do is we just make sure that we set aside time for each other. And it might be some days, literally 20 minutes over dinner. And then some days we get a whole Saturday and Sunday hanging out together. Right. But we're very conscious and acutely aware of you can grow apart. I think if you don't spend quality time with each other and we very, we're very good about trying to make sure we spend that time together. Like I said, whether it's over dinner, um, 20 minutes, I always make sure to ask her how her day was and, she, you know, she obviously reciprocates that. Right. And, uh, it's very, it's tough. And that's not, that's a very amorphous answer, but you just have to set it aside. We do date nights on Saturdays. I mean, Mm -hmm. literally every Saturday we try to schedule a dinner somewhere and get out of the house and go spend time together. And when we go, I'll turn off, I'll put my phone on do not disturb. She does the same because work email never stops. And we try to spend two, three hours just what's going on, how are you doing, and, and just staying in touch with each other because I think that can be easy to lose, and we have a very good connection, and mm-hmm. I certainly wouldn't want to lose my best friend, so setting aside time for each other is definitely something we try to do to, to yeah. balance out how difficult work can be. Do you think it's going to get easier or harder um, once you guys are married? I'm just curious. I don't, I don't know the answer. I'm just I'm, I've, I've, I've kind of gone back and forth, you know, whether it was easier when we were dating or harder when we we're dating, I think it's just different, but what do you think? I mean, what, what does that look like for you? You think, I guess we can check back in on round two. of the podcast. <laughs> uh, you know, I think it'll be a tad easier because after we get married, I'm, we're going to move in together. Yeah. We don't live together currently. So yeah. I think just generally being around each other more, you know, mornings and all that jazz, I think more time together is a good thing, yeah. but obviously we, all, we both want kids too. So, and that's, not next year or in even two years, but it's certainly something that we both see on the horizon. And I can't imagine that adding little ones to the equation is going to create more time for each other. But um, 
I just know we'll figure it out. She's, yeah. you know, I think you just figure things out. People, I hate when people say they're too busy for stuff, because I think that's just a way of saying, I don't care. If right. something's important to you, I think you make time for it and we'll always make time for each other. So, right. You know, it's funny because uh, the last podcast I did, um, uh, he was a partner at his law firm and she was obviously a, a full-time uh, blogger and they had a family as well. And I said, man, how do you manage that? It reminds me of your story a lot, just minus the kids, but he was, he basically kind of came to the same conclusion that, that you sort of alluded to, which is that I don't think we're ever going to be able to wrangle it in it. He just kind of described it and I'm paraphrasing, but it's just, you know, it's just as controlled chaos as we can make it. <laughs> you know, all you're trying to do is control the chaos, but it's just chaos on a daily basis. And, you know, that's, what's been really hard. Um, I, I don't know how, how you are just in terms of time management, but I'm very much a person who likes to be routine. Like I would love to know uh, what tomorrow is going to look like, you know, a couple days before and the lifestyle that um, we sort of marry into doesn't really allow for that. You know, I mean, for example, Danny is currently in Atlanta and she didn't know that she was going to go to Atlanta until this past Saturday. Um, and that's a very normal occurrence. Um, and it's just, it, it's, it's just interesting. It's just, it's very, it's very difficult as a lifestyle, you know, sometimes, especially as a married couple. And I think that there's no right answer. It's just like you said, it's figuring it out and constantly figuring it out and adjusting. You're exactly right about schedules and just listing about Danny in that. I have anxiety from that. <laughs> I have anxiety from someone dumping that on her at the last minute. And that's right. the exact same life I live. Like every single day, the last thing I do before I go to bed is I look at my calendar for the next day. Right. Like what is my assistant put on my calendar? Cause I need to know where I'm going, what I'm going to be doing. Right. And, and, Grace has certainly shaken that up for me a little bit. I've had to get out of my comfort zone, be a little spontaneous. Why are we doing this right now? Because we have to do this right now. Right. All right. All right. Fair enough. So, and they're usually right. I mean, it, 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 the more that it's done in that moment, the better off it usually is in a variety of circumstances, whether it's, it's posting this or taking a picture. I can't tell you how many times it's like, we've got to take this picture now. And I'm like, no, let's take it later. No, we have to take this now. And she's right. You know, everything is so timely and everything moves so fast, but that's one of the things I, I, I want to give you credit for. I feel like you're really good at that. You know, from the outside looking in, you're involved in the content. Like I said, you're, you're in the pictures and I'm sitting here scratching my head and I'm like, man, he's, you know, a, a rising lawyer. When are you doing these photo shoots? Are they on the weekends? Are they at night? You know, I, I know what it's like to kind of leave the office at, you know, like six or seven sometimes. And then to go and be a, a part of that whole thing. I mean, it's just, it wears you out. It's hard. It's, um, it's tiring, but you, you do it well, I, I feel like. And I, I want to know how. <laughs> Well, I'm going to make sure I record that soundbite there and play that for Grace. Don't worry. I'll send it, I'll send it back to her. <laughs> I, I appreciate that. You know, it's easier in the summer because we can't actually do them after work because it's daylight yeah. to like 8.30 or 9 o'clock. So we do a lot of shoots. And I don't do a ton of shoots, but certainly probably one a month-ish. Right. Um, and in the afternoon is usually way better for my schedule after 6 or so. And that works well in the summer. But as you know, in the, you know, as the days get shorter, it doesn't work so well. So I've certainly met her at lunch. I've shot over my lunch break with her downtown. She'll like drive down near my office with her photographer and I'll just go outside and meet them. Um, we just squeeze it in, you know, sure. there's always an hour to donate to your significant other. Yeah. And it's funny you said about it. They're always right about the time, right? Like you take the photo 
because they tell you to take the photo and then you look and the lighting's perfect and the background's good and it you know it gets it gets a lot of exactly. traction activity and you're like okay you're right so i've just learned to be i'm completely numb to people staring at me taking photos in random places <laughs> right like you know we're shooting this photo outside the restaurant before we go to dinner and i'm doing it because my fiance wants me to and 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 she's right and yeah you know. do you take a lot of the pictures um i do some of her stuff i right. I, I wouldn't say a lot she definitely works with a photographer here locally a lot her mom takes a lot of her photos. Her sister takes a lot of her photos. I would say I'm, I'm the fourth man out of the bullpen. Um, <laughs> okay. And, and, and that's okay. Yeah. Um, it's, you know, it's, I enjoy it. I was very bad at first. Like I didn't even know how to use the camera and like, I wasn't even taking the photo of her and I was like getting the sky and she was like, you're really terrible at this. And, but I'm coachable and uh, <laughs> I learned a few things. And so, yeah, I try to help her out. Cause you know, it's, it's easier if I'm here on the weekend and she's like, Hey, can we go shoot this outfit? Well, I'm sitting there on the couch next to her. I need to know how to do that. It helped. It helps her. We get to spend more time together. She doesn't have sure. to try to bother somebody else to do it. And we have a lot of fun with the shoots now. Like they're stressful at first because I was so bad and I couldn't help her like I wanted to. Right. But now, you know, I can, I'm confident. I would say I'm certainly not going to be getting any awards for my photos, but I, I'm serviceable and uh, we have a lot of fun with it and try to spin it into something fun and, you know, go, have a date after or something. Yeah. You know, I know that, I know that Grace is, she's launching, uh, she just launched uh, Fit with ASD, which I want, I want you to explain that because um, you'll probably be able to explain it better than I would. But I, I, before we touch on that, I wanted to kind of get a sense just for context of, you know, um, how, how, how involved do you feel in the brand right now? Do you kind of see when you look at um, you and Grace, even imagine this 10 days from now, you know, as a married couple, you know, do you feel like you're kind of part of the brand, part of the content or are going to become those things? Or do you, do you guys kind of uh, position your lives as like, okay, this is, these are my ambitions and these are your ambitions or is there a lot of crossover? I know you're super supportive because I, that's, that's just clear in the content. It's clear in this conversation, but how do you, do you all mentally kind of view those things? Um, I would say I certainly don't view the brand as mine. Sure. Um, I definitely view it as hers, but she would answer that question entirely different. She gives me credit for things I don't deserve credit for. Um, sure. And we definitely fit with ASD was kind of funny how that happened, but I would say to your specific question, our ambitions are the same in that mm -hmm. we want to get closer together, grow together and create a family together. Right. And I think the best way for that to happen is for her to be successful in her career and me to be successful in my career. And then sure. we're successful in our careers. And it's funny cause I, you're giving me credit for being supportive of her and I certainly try to be that. And, uh, but what I, I can't ever tell people cause 180,000 people don't care what I'm doing is that she's just the same way for me and what I do. It's just right. like not on Instagram, right? I mean, if I need something at work, She's down there in a second. If, if, if I need to work really late on a brief, there's no pushback. Anything I need, she tries to do that for me sure. to make my job easier. So I certainly reciprocate that. And I would view, I would say that that answer to your question is our ambitions are to be successful together, to build a family together. Right. And we can only do that by supporting each other. Right. Yeah, you know, and, and I, I just wondered if uh, people would start looking at, you know, the Instagram and seeing, you know, it is, uh, 
Jordan and Grace or just Grace, you know, and Jordan kind of shows up sometimes, you know. Um, it's hard to say because you guys aren't married yet, um, but it's like, you know, the the couple I uh, interviewed before this, you know, for example, you know, he's he's a partner at his law firm and, you know, he takes a lot of the pictures and he's more behind the scenes guy. Um, and then you have other families on the other side of the spectrum who, you know, uh, they've committed this lifestyle full time, you know, like they, they, it is a brand, you know, it's a, it's a family brand. Right. And, uh, I, I didn't really get the sense that that would be a direction that you were moving in because I think that you're really passionate about what you do and you love law. Um, but I just didn't know how, integrated into the brand you ever saw yourself if not you know more the same it is as it is now you know as much as she could ever want me to be um yeah. anything grace you know we try to work through things together and sure i always try to jump through the hoop she wants me to and certainly i i'm very passionate about the practice of law and and professional success to me is to continue to grow in my career yeah. Um, you know, I want to become a partner alongside of these, these guys I work with and work for They're great people. And I would, I like to be known as a lawyer, but it's also such a, such a pleasure to be, I can only hope that when they think of grace, that they think of me too. Sure. And that's, that's such a, such a privilege and an honor. And, and, you know, I, I don't guess I have a great that's, answer. For, no, know, I no, think, I, I think we're a couple, I, a lot of people like, tell us all that all the time, how they think about it like that. But we're definitely, we just support each other. I want to be the best right. damn lawyer that I can be when someone has a legal issue in, you know, the Southeast United States. I want them to think that you can call Jordan White. He can help you out with that. He's helped me with a similar issue. But right. I, that same person I want to be like, and also I saw him shooting photos in his underwear with a Southern draw. I'm okay with that. <laughs> I'm okay with that. That's I, I, I wrote that. You know, I've rode that boat at work and it's kind of funny. We all joke about it now, but it's because I support her and it made me a little uncomfortable at first and I didn't have an Instagram. I didn't take photos, but I don't care anymore. I want Grace to be happy and it's, I'm going to keep doing my work and, and being, like I said, as successful and working as hard as I can at my job, but I got another person in my life that I care right. about now and, and I do all I can for her as well. So, and I, I think those, those uh, ships can sail together. Yeah, that's awesome, man. I mean, that's, yeah, that's kind of what I was trying to get to is just kind of the identity of it, right? You know, because you're, it's, um, it's, uh, I, I mean, you're just, you're, you're on the hot track to becoming a partner, right? I mean, you're, you, you want to be, uh, I forgot how you phrased it. it. sounded really good though. The, the, the number one lawyer they call in the, the whatever, but you know, the, the way that you kind of said it, you know, makes sense, but it's such a demanding lifestyle that, you know, the, the husbands that I've talked to, they all have kind of different interpretations of how they've sort of coped with the identity of being a, you know, uh, an Instagram husband. I would say that your approach is very uh, confident. You're, you're, you approach it from a very like supportive standpoint. Uh, but other people really struggle with it because they're like, hey, you know, like I, um, you know, I wanted to be this in my life. Like I want people um, you know, to see me as this and they're seeing me take photos and that's really hard on me. And, um, you know, it, it's just, it's a spectrum. Hey, no, I, I totally agree with you. I certainly at first I was also way more uncomfortable. I didn't start showing up on Insta story until after I could, you know, could make words. Right. Um, <laughs> Grace would like put the camera in my face and I would just word vomit or say something really right. stupid or, you know, good thing that it's not live there's an x button right. and i was really nervous 
office. And it's just not something I was used to. And I would laugh. I'd be like, I stand in front of judges in federal court and argue about cases worth tens, hundreds of thousands of dollars. And I don't feel the way I do when I'm joking with you about, you know, something silly. It's funny, Um, right? I mean, it shows it. That's another side of the challenging part of the career that no one gives them credit for. It's like, you know, you can say, oh, you just sit in your home all day and film Instagram stories and brands pay you. But it's like, okay, why don't you do it? Like, seriously, just film one story sequence of you talking to 100,000 people. Heck, even talking to the 200 people that follow you and see how that goes. It's, it's emotionally that's, very taxing. That's so true. The, the uh, you know, these influencers, and I say that like I know a bunch, but I, I, I certainly think I can speak on that due to grace. Yeah. They make themselves so vulnerable. And, yeah. and I think it's a really hard thing to do. It's, it's not the easiest human characteristic to do, but I think they do it from a good place. Certainly Grace, she's very compassionate about people. All she wants to do is help people. It's one of my favorite things about her. And I mean, that's really how fit with ASD happened, but yeah. she's putting herself out there to like try to help people, make them happier, right. find them an outfit that they like. And that may sound silly to some people or it may not, but I think it's really commendable to to exposing yourself in, 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 you know, in some of your weaknesses and flaws for the good, to make people happy. And, and I really commend Grace on that. That's something yeah. I could never do. I, I could never be seen, well, I say that. I, I certainly have been seen, but from a point of weakness, right? You're just publicly standing on a podium and letting people throw tomatoes at you at some times. Right. And, and it's like, that's not the easiest thing to do. Right. Right. You know, and so, I mean, I I do think I I see Grace fighting the good fight, you know, in terms of like really trying to help people too. And like you said, that that's kind of what fit with ASD is about. Now tell, tell us, you know, what fit with ASD is about. Well, you know, we both just, we worked out a lot when we first met, that was, she worked out really hard. I worked out really hard. It was something we, you know, we both had a passion about um, and, we realized that and she started producing more fitness content on her fashion handle. Listen, to all these words I know now, Jordan, I mean, the <laughs> lingo and the vernacular, I've just got it real good. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Um, but she was producing a lot of fitness content on her fashion handle and it was like kind of doing well. And she was like, she wanted to do more, but then it kind of felt like her feed was getting very confusing and, you know, she didn't want people that just cared about her fashion to get, turned off by all the fitness or vice versa. She didn't want people to have to come there for fitness and have to deal with, you know, the last three dresses she posted. So I suggested, or she suggested, I can't exactly remember how it came up to, you know, maybe create a separate Instagram. That's how it first started was like, let's just create a new page on Instagram solely for fitness videos, solely for fitness photos. And we'll take the camera to the gym and we'll just hang out at the gym. And that's kind of how it started. And she created the handle, I think in January, and it just, it kind of took off. It, it, it got a lot of followers and it, I, I knew it was going to do that. And uh, hindsight's twenty twenty, and I knew that she was going to have success with it, but I don't think she believed in herself as much as I did. And once she kind of saw people following and, and caring about what she was doing, it really motivated her to want to do something bigger. And, and if you know, Grace, like that's just who she is. Like, right. Lord, Lord, just let her be idle for five seconds, you know? we're planning a wedding and she's sitting here literally building a second business um, just on the side for fun. And, and she would have it no other way. Um, so she gets this better idea and she's like, well, let's do something bigger. And now we got a, we got a following on Instagram. I want to produce content. I want to, these 
these people are asking me what I do every day, what I eat every day, what I work out every day. Like I want to share that with people. And my first thought was like, okay, let's like, let's produce a program like a PDF and, and just give it to them. And she's like, no, that's not good enough. And you know, she wanted something more, more her. And if you go to her website that I think it's just her, the colors and the content and the way it looks. And it's just a look into her fitness life. And that's how she, she thought about it. She wanted right. to, to be able to share the exact workout that she was doing that day. Cause so many people wanted that and then share the recipe she was cooking. And the most important thing I think for her was to film all of the moves for lack of a better word that right. she puts into her exercises and just make a video library. And that was important to her because when she got into fitness, it's really hard to find um, a video of someone you like, like doing, you know, she would be watching videos of like these Hulk men, like doing this workout. And it just, right. it doesn't really, you know, mesh with people like her. So she did all the moves. We filmed every single one of them and she wanted, you know, people to be able to come to her site and just see what she's doing. This is what I do to stay fit. It's not the only way to do it. It's not the exact right way or the wrong way. It's just how I do it. And she, you know, she wanted to do a website. So we engaged the developer and, and it's, it's just been very, very good. Yeah. I mean, it's, what's the, what's the feedback been? I mean, has it been, it seems like it's, it's positive, right? I mean, what's, what are some of the milestones? Very, very much. Our, our first goal was cause it's, it's like a monthly subscription, if you will. Right. Um, and you get full access to the, to the workouts and to the nutrition and to the videos and the macro calculator, et cetera. And, you know, I guess from a business perspective was to break even, you know, whatever that means. But I talked to her and I was like, let's, she's like, well, I get like a hundred people that care. And I was like, yes, it, she launched it on October 1st and she had a hundred by lunch that day. Oh you know, my and gosh, that's amazing. She's over a thousand subscribers now. I don't know exactly how many, but right. like we kept moving the benchmark. I was like, all right, let's say 250. Okay. 500, you know, now it's a thousand. And, and now we're just in the point, like we just want these people to stay with us because it, it's kind of like a, a fitness family. They, they comment on your stuff and you comment on their stuff and they tag you. And you really feel like you get to know people and, and you're sharing workouts and you're doing the same workout that day. And it's kind of a camaraderie, you know, there's, there's like a team aspect to it and it's, it's been a lot of fun. And I think that goes to your point that I see more involved in that. And that's just because, I mean, fitness is something I care yeah, it's, about. Yeah, it's, it's a natural passion, you know, for you. And I, I, I think that, you know, she posted like an Instagram story or something like thanking you for kind of being there and supportive and things like that. And I know it was a, it was like, because it was a mutual passion, it was something you were, you guys are both really excited about. And I thought that was really cool. Um, are, is there going to be a fit with, uh, I don't know your middle name, but fit with J, JW? <laughs> no, <laughs> we'll keep it coming. Uh, Jay will just make his cameos. So, <laughs> okay. you know, uh, That's awesome. Catch us there on a Saturday and I try to pop it on a, on a weekday afternoon and work out with her. Cause we have a lot of fun. I mean, it's, it's, it's silly, but it's like a little date for us. You know, it's right. one of those ways that we make time for each other and, and it's a, over a joint passion of ours. Right. Right. Well, Jordan, this was an awesome conversation, man. I, I gotta, I gotta ask you one thing um, before we go. And I think that you're going to answer this really well, but you know, you're not an Instagram husband yet, but what mm -hmm. would you give as your, your number one piece of advice to other Instagram boyfriends, husbands, or significant others out there? That's a good question. Number one piece of advice. Um, 
You know, I would just say the number one piece of advice that I would give to an Instagram significant other is, you know, be yourself. I, I think that um, it would be really easy to get, you know, gun shy or not want to participate. And maybe that is being yourself, but I was definitely trying to be a person I wasn't early on and, and Grace would be like, Jay, like, calm down. I just want you to be yourself. That's who I fell in love with. That's who I want people to see. Right. And it's really hard to do that. I think sometimes when the camera's in your face or, you know, you're getting negative feedback or something, but like your significant other loves you and she wants to share you with people and you should just be yourself and be confident and, and, and support, you know, support her. Yeah. So, well, I, I'll, I'll give you credit. I, I feel like you've, you've come a long way. If you, I, I didn't experience the early days, but I, I feel like you're very natural on it. And I feel like I know you and Grace uh, pretty well, just kind of keeping up with you guys. And so um, I think y'all are doing an awesome job and I'm excited for you guys with fit with ASD and, and everything like that. So why don't you tell people where they can find Grace and everything? Um, and then we'll, we'll wrap up this conversation. All right. She's got two Instagrams. I'd say that's where you probably need to start. Uh, she's got a fashion handle and it's at a underscore uh, Southern draw. And then her fitness Instagram handle is just at fit with ASD, just all one word. And those also are both websites. She has a blog site at asouthernjaw.com. And then her fitness site is fitwithasd.com. And certainly if you pop over to her Instagram pages, you will, uh, you'll find grace in all of her glory. And, uh, and you'll find Jordan, Jordan. Old. You'll find, you'll find Jordan. Jordan, did you ever, did you ever, did you ever join Instagram? Yeah. Yeah. I have oh, you're, you're on there. Great. I have a big Instagram account and I have, uh, I, I, gosh, I don't know, almost 2000 followers now and I know almost none of them. Um, but I feel like I do. We like regularly comment to one another and they tell me how much they love Grace and I, and I'm like, well, then I love you too, obviously. <laughs> so, yeah, no, it's, it's very funny. Yeah, people watch my story and I'm like, who are all these people? But it, it makes you feel good that people care about, you know, you feel like you know them. So yeah. Well, you guys are you guys are salt of the earth people. It's us, and so um, we hope to see you soon. And uh, thanks for the time, Jordan. I really appreciate it.